0: Kings, Earthlings, and welcome to another episode of Sorry You're In My Seat, a weekly podcast that unites two best friends on a quest to find the greatest movies of all time. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm joined each and every week by my best buddy, James. Take me to your leader. As we discuss movies and films in our little corner of the internet called Sorry You're In My Seat. It's a podcast, it's a show, it's a bit of fun, it's a bit of banter. We talk films and we talk shit. <laughs> we should get that on a t-shirt. I think it would sell, I think we'll make money off it. Um, if this is your first time, welcome We get around the mics each week. Each week, every single week. 151 episodes, couple, a yeah. couple of bonuses as well. For you to dissect, for you to um, have a look and review explore yeah take your time we've done everything a few weeks ago we did star trek mate last week Hannibal Lecter go even further back Amy Adams we've done it all more than the three things I've listed more (laughs) combat street fire don't worry we've done also good films (laughs) we We leave no stone unturned on the quest to find the greatest of all time and this week is a very special show uh, in no real reason as per most of our episodes Don't stop bringing logic and reason into them. We just get a taste for something we go for it. We're like rabid dogs, mate. I'll tell you what, from the podcast that brought you how to to survive a disaster movie, now how to survive an alien invasion movie. And I just think what we've got is we've got some wholesome tips. We've we've scoured the very best... And let's be honest, there's not many. No. <laughs> and the very worst invasion movie films to bring you a survivor's guide, a tip. We've done, you know, we've done extensive research. So, you know, when the, the day comes that aliens do invade, listen to our tips and you will survive. You will survive. So th- we're basically doing the Lord's work. Yeah and redoing an episode that we've done before which is which is classic Sims <laughs> yeah but you think about it at some point we could then like re-release like the survival episodes yeah you know and or, or a zombie apocalypse we survive zombie apocalypse survive mate survive a rom-com wedding that would be a good one see <laughs> don't catch the bouquet at the end <laughs> survive an Adam Sandler marathon no don't go <laughs> it's just- you're welcome internet you're welcome <laughs> Uh, we're going to do that. Before that, let's switch based fan how We're doing James. how hey, you had a good week. Is everything okay? Everything's great. Do you know what? I, I promised a nurse yesterday when I was getting my shot that I would shout out Nurse Annette at uh, the vaccination center. Woohoo, get vaccinated. There you go. Always a positive message. So, you know, I've joined the world of the, well, half immune. I've got a second jab, but it's really good. Those people do sterling work and I told them to check out the podcast. So I imagine we'll get no extra listens. Well, it's a <laughs> nice plug. Some very annoying people. That's my skill. No, I've always been a cracking mate. Do you know when I go on my crusades, mate? When mm. I just... When I just... You know, it's like, oh, I haven't seen you for what you've been on. To- oh, I've just watched all the X Men films. Mm. No reason. Mm-hmm. Jack Ryan completed him. <laughs> so the, the TV series, uh, the TV series, Hunt for an October. Some of all fears. Clear and Present Danger, and I had to track this one down because I genuinely forgot Sean Bean does an Irish accent in Patriot Patriot Games. Games. Yes, I meant to mention this when we did the Without Remorse review. Yeah. Is Patriot Games a Jack Ryan? It is a Jack Ryan? One. It is. I remember that movie. I, I remember it as well. I, I remember Sean Bean. I thought his accent was better. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not. It, what a farce of a film! Do you know what? Fun, but not great. But they, they were they're a great rewatch. Um, Clear and Present Danger is new on Netflix, so that's what that's what started it all some of all or on that I, I had to find Patriot Games but it was cracking I'm always a big fan of Hunt for an October because I just think that was a great like kind of Cold War era sort of my era of film brilliant so I mean I don't even want to know why you thought this week I know I'm going to watch the Jack Ryan movies because have you seen anthology some, have you seen some of the films we've had to watch this week oh yeah that's a good point I something else it's, but, but then also that's a cracking episode to do is the Sean Bean episode Sean Bean episode obviously but I think we'll have to wait I reckon you know what Sean Bean's Sean means that famous, but also I reckon we could probably get word to him and see if he'd come on a podcast. <laughs> but I loved, I loved, growing up, Sharp was my thing, right? Sharp was our, a sharp, our, obviously my thing. Our family was massive and sharp, loved it. ITV, mate, loved Sharp. And then when I started to kind of watch a movies, you realised he was a bad guy in a lot of stuff. He was, well, you know, Golden Eye, kind of Ronin, he's lazy, you know, he double, he's double the crosses, he's, know, yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, as you just mentioned there, um, Patriot Games Patriot Games but he was like my hero but he was a villain in a load of stuff and I, do you know what I actually prefer him when he's a PG villain like in National Treasure National Treasure, yeah, National treasure. with he that blonde is, hair he's he's actually quite like a PG villain because mm. I don't want to see my Sean Mean too horrible like a, it's not a beautiful mind the one he plays mm. uh, he's trying to unlock that lady's mind so he kidnaps Michael Douglas's wife yeah I, I can't remember what that film was. It was, that was the it first was, film I Britney Murphy in it Britney Murphy yeah the late great Britney Murphy that was the first uh, DVD I ever bought and I don't know why, because I bought that and I bought that and a uh, Mean Machine, but not the Adam Sandler one, the Vinnie Jones one. <laughs> much, much better. Do you know what? I've, I've never watched that film in its entirety. I've seen like the beginning, the middle, and the end, and then my memory, my, my mind just makes up the middle sections. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I got the gist of it. Um, yeah, I'm like, why is that Britney Murphy movie? I can't remember. It's not a Beautiful Mind. Is it a troubled mind? It's some. the big reveal is it that she keeps writing down things she writes it down on a bit of glass and and the big reveal is and I love this is the bad guys ring that number or they go to that location and it's not that and then Michael Douglas turns over the glass and says she sees everything in reverse and it's a different number the other way around but if Michael Douglas knew that why did they waste 15 minutes going to the other place before he's like oh this this will be fun I'll give him a little tease I'll rib him a little it ends (laughs) with him getting buried alive doesn't it the the dog and he he says is it worth your life and he was like yeah, and then he kills him in a very non badass way. He, like, takes the pin out, and all the gravel falls on him. Let's have a quick look. I've got to get it because I, I just, know that. Uh, I, do you know what I know. Frankie don't Ch- say a word. Frank, uh, Frankie Jensen was in it as well, wasn't she? Frankie Jensen. I never know how to pronounce her first Frankie Jensen. Basically, the two thousands love interest for everyone. She was brilliant, and then she's and then coming up in a movie I'm going to talk about later. Yeah, she is. She's great, and. Uh, Oh, it's a shame that she's not in more things. But let's do do a Sean Bean episode at some point. Let's pencil it in. That could be a load of fun. There's loads of quizzes. And which which film did he get pulled apart by horses? Which film did he not die? (laughs) A shit one. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so this week... Oh, I watched um, on Netflix. It's been out a while. Wanted to watch it for a long time. Sat down at the weekend and thought, now's the perfect opportunity to do it. Wanted something lighthearted, James? Wanted something I'm going to laugh at? Yeah? Wanted something that made me feel good? What did you Animation. Ooh. The Mitchells versus the machines. Uh-huh. Also because I thought it might play into this week's episode because I didn't know whether the machines were from outer space or if they are man-made. And I thought, I'm going to take the gamble. And it's not going to... F- it doesn't fit the criteria today because it's not an Earth invasion movie. Oh. Well, it is. Robots do invade Earth and do take humans prisoner, um, but they're not from outer space. They are... It's basically like... Uh, it's basically Skynet. Well, I love Skynet. So cool, all his albums. I was thinking about this, though, about Skynet and Terminator the other day. Mm-hmm. Like... Let's say you're the Terminator or one of them and you pull the trigger on the last human. Yeah. What then? Well, that's the point of it. Do you like, just start I, pulling up drapes? <laughs> I think that was the point of the last film. It's like, it's like it's, there was no orders from Skynet so fuck it i become a carpenter. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's what I mean. Like- <laughs> but, but I love the fact that factory reset for a Terminator is make some drapes. <laughs> just like, instead of killing all humans, Have you tried not? (laughs) We tried sewing. (laughs) Like, but but I like to think though, that means that what they've done is they've repurposed like a sewing machine and gone, now you're a killer. So when it gets restored to factory settings a la Windows 11, it just goes, perhaps you'd like to sew. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't, what's the end game for the Terminator? um, I don't know, to survive, isn't it? Yeah, but they can do that without killing people, can't they? I just, I, don't start pulling the thread of Skynet. (laughs) <laughs> because when you see the flash forward scenes yeah that doesn't look like a nice place to live it does look like a shit hill there's a lot of schools there's a lot of like machinery there's lasers there's people eating dog food it's do you remember the first scene in Terminator where you see the Terminator walk over the schools yeah but you know because it's because it was the 80s mate uh, you know it's Fleet are so fat mm. all you'd have to do is like put like skills on something because it would not grip at all because of how the, the foot looks trip them over oh it was ridiculous but that's going to be one of my big token points about alien invasion movies is like, if they win, then what? There's, oh, fucking yeah, hell, we've done it. Yeah. We've done it. We've killed them all. Um, off we go. Yeah. Next next planet. Next planet. It's that half of these uh, superhero films, you know, and stuff. It's like, I mean, I get Thanos. He had a bit of logic. It's, yeah. I'm not saying I agree with him, James. I'm, I'm not saying I'm agree with him. But I never understood. You remember Thor 2? Yeah. I'd never understood why he wanted the ether because the ether sounded bollocks. Because everyone it was the one. It was, there was no motivation, but it's like I'm an elf. I'm a bad elf. I'm I want a space the, elf. I'm exactly. I'm a space elf. I want the ether. Why? Eh. Mm. <laughs> there was never really an answer for that. Logic's never really played out in movies, is it? No. It's like it's like Skeletor and you know ruling Eternia. doesn't look like the best place to live. Also, he technically already owns it. His his downfall is is going to Earth. <laughs> if you stayed where you were, mate, it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe late. we should do an episode on that. Yeah. <gasps> Pointing out the, lo- the, the 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 lack of logic in movies. Um, I genuinely thought that's what we did most of the weeks. <laughs> um, the Mitchells vs. the Machines, though, on Netflix, uh, came out in April. It, it, it's just an absolute romp of a movie. It's um, it's about a kind of quirky uh, family. The kind of you know the t- the kids are now becoming teenagers one wants to go off to college wants to do film school and stuff what's still- the life mate yeah and and she's kind of fallen away from her parents they haven't got that bond that connection and uh the dad in a last ditch attempt to kind of reconnect with his daughter decides I'm going to do the cross country road trip to take her to to university we're going to bond on the way that kind of thing and and then at the same time this uh super kind of um Steve Jobs-like character is unveiling the latest in tech, and it's this app called Pal, um, and it's a phone app that does everything for you, but now it takes robot form and can do all your cooking, cleaning, sewing, all that kind of stuff for you. This is how Skynet started, James. It is exactly how it started. Of course, when he pushes the Unleash button, they... Override and they start to think we're better off about humans. It is just really funny. All the way through, I was like, is this Seth Rogen? It's not. It's Danny McBride doing his best Seth Rogen impression. Um, it's also got like Olivia Coleman in it. It's got, it's, it's one of these all star casts of, of voice actors, but it is laugh out loud funny in numerous moments. And it is that. Um, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse style comedy uh, animation sorry so it's that CG animation but with uh, old school themes ili- and yeah, and, but but illustrations over the top of it yes. you know so when certain characters are thinking like a thought bubble might pop out of their heads um, but it is stunning visually to look at and there is a Furby scene halfway through which oh, yeah. is one of the greatest set pieces I've seen just, in, in a movie you just say Furby is right? Furby can yeah with a up. giant overlord Furby that's that cool. just so funny and brilliant. And I loved it. If you've got Netflix, check out Mitchell's versus the machines It's two hours, but it didn't feel like two hours. And I was a bit like, "Fucking it, hours! Oh, an animation. It's two hours. That's pushing it, okay. but it is worth every minute of it. And it is hot woman. And there's a reveal towards the end and all these movies do it. where it's just before the, the end bit where, yeah. um, you know, you know, no one's really ever any real danger of dying in these movies. Um, other than Spider-Man Spider-Verse, fucking yeah. Chris Pine Spider-Man, see ya, he went. That was, that was a very heartbreaking scene, actually. Mm. I never thought, as you get older, when you were a kid, a lot of your, uh, a lot of your first loves, like your first love of cinema, or mm. your first crush, even as a kid, all come through animation, because as a kid, we would, we always watched Disney films, Now I know it's different for this genre, uh, this age, but you think about it, we feel a lot of our first emotions, when we watch them. So as an adult, I didn't think I'd ever be brought to tears, by the sight of a Spider-Man dying, but I was, that was actually quite, I was like I remember sitting in a cinema, thinking quite an empty cinema. Mm. No one really saw this film coming. I remember, I remember what film? I just remember thinking, fuck well, me, Chris Pine can voice. Yeah, <laughs> he can that voice. whole movie is brilliant, and th- this is the same. Like towards the end, you know, the the thing that is going to make uh, daughter and and dad reconnect is so fucking brilliantly done. It it's like a kick in the nuts, but then it's really kind of heartwarming, and and you're like, "Fucking, that's an animation," you know what I mean? But it is brilliant. It's one of my favourite mediums of film, and this is no exception. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Do check it out on Netflix. Kind of segues us into this next bit and really the main bulk of today's show. So that's right, it's 2021, a year where anything can happen, James. Except for you can't leave your house. Pandemics (laughs) and (laughs) and vaccine deniers, England get out of the group stages of the Euros, two women nominated for Best Director at the Oscars. It's it's, It's a wild ride. What's more unbelievable, England will beat (laughs) Germany. (laughs) Well, it is... It's what a weird time to be alive. It is, but little green men, flying saucers, parasites, space warriors, critters, body snatchers, lizard people, and foreigners from galaxies far and wide could attack at any time. Be vigilant and remember. I'm going to to throw some advice out there right now, James. I know that that today we're going to give our kind of top tips to surviving it, but I'm going to put a few little rules in to begin with. Hands. Does your neighbour have hands? If it has claws, tentacles, or E.T.'s long finger, maybe move away. (laughs) It's, face. That's always good it's always good advice. <laughs> Just stay away from everyone. Does your colleague have a face? <laughs> if that pleasant smile has been replaced by a bulbous brained big eyed antenna wearing space grin, you might have an alien. Do you, know what the most, do you know what I mentioned about that? No faces. Do you, do you, you were an x fast fan. Mm. Do you remember when the rebel alien showed up, which as a kid you never fucking understood, but they mm. were the aliens that had no noses and no mouths mm-hmm. because they didn't want the black serum. They terrified the piss out of me. And they were supposed to be the good guys. When you watch back now, they were the good guys. There's always that episode though in TV series, whether it's Doctor Who, Buffy or whatever. There's one episode that is way above the rating of yeah. the show. I um, know. So hands, face and space. Obviously remember nothing good has ever come from space. That whole "I come in peace" thing—what a load of horseshit! <laughs> Name <laughs> a time where they actually have come in peace, James? Didn't they in third, third encounters, of, in close encounters of third kind? Technically, they came in. peace. And technically, the day the Earth Are still—it's because we shot first that they reacted. Um, but yeah, but on the most part, well, on the most part, on oh, most part, mate, you've been reading ahead. If you seen my script. <laughs> So, Hollywood loves alien invasion movies, so people pay a lot of money to watch the world burn and to suffer as an unidentified entity plagues Earth from a Wuhan lab. Sorry, no, I mean from outer space. <laughs> insert, <laughs> insert a team of scientists, Marines, a language specialist, or probably Will Smith, and watch them go down to the final wire to save Earth. Earth, James. Earth. Our home. It's- our planet. A planet hell-bent on war, James, on greed, yeah. on climate disaster, Save it. on animal <laughs> extinction, James, on Donald Trump voters. <laughs> Save it. Save this planet. Never thought you'd ever side with the aliens from Independence, though, did you? <laughs> you'd never be like, do you know what? Fuck it, do it. <laughs> to wet one's appetite, James, may I wet? Wet away. Uh, to name a few, the Cloverfield series, A Quiet Place, Transformers, Mars Attacks, War of the Worlds, Independence Day, Edge of Tomorrow, Battle of Los Angeles, District Nine, Signs Attack the Block, The Mist, Annihilation, Extinction, even Marvel, DC, and uh, sorry, in the Superbook, uh, superhero, yeah, uh, alien, invasion. alien Invasion. The- How many times does a wormhole open outside New York? Mate, do you want the biggest alien of all? The one who thinks that he's your friend? He looks like us. He dresses like us. He says he comes in peace. Superman get him out mm. I'm anti-Superman the fact I'm literally wearing a Superman t-shirt right now but also like the whole wormhole thing you know when you see like aliens like come through a wormhole why don't they ever just go straight to the place they need to be like the president's bunker No, don't no, no. why are they always because, like over because, New York because they need to be 30 foot above New York because that's where everything happens it's the happiness place what, what I love about that is big fan of Star Trek Deep Space Nine how great would it be if that wormhole just led to New York <laughs> Just like, just a ship shows up. We're like, oh, <laughs> every fucker ends up in New York. It's true. Um, now, we talked about uh, wetting one's appetite, James. Oh, Grab wow. a mop. God tier level. The thing. Mate. Invasion of the body snatchers. Mate. Sliver. Do I know I'm so glad because did you know? I only found out this week when when I was reading about Sliver. Uh, uh, gone. James Gone, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. But when you watch it, you're like, oh, it's James Gunn all over, but he's got someone someone special, mate. Normally, if I see Michael Rooker, (laughs) Rooker, start sniffing, is that James Gunn? Normally the two come hand in hand. But do you know what we're talking about? How, when you watch that film, when you watch Slither, how can, how is he still not Drake? How is uh, is Nathan Fillion not Drake? Again, very Drake performance. Not Uh, my Drake. Not my Drake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting a rival in there. because They invaded our hearts, James. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The faculty... (laughs) You fucking, when you mentioned God she's level, going to come up, later, I fucking knew that was going to come up. God for- level the faculty. That that to me was more coming of age movie than American Pie. Because I had some teachers, mate. I swear to God, Alien. Wait, but you're supposed to believe that Elijah Wood is the same age as Josh aren't it <laughs> It's bullshit. It's just such bullshit. No, but Josh, no, but Elijah Wood is one of them guys. We're like. I remember when he turned forty, I was like, Fuck off. <laughs> he's like nineteen. Elijah Wood's best performance is when he doesn't speak. Yeah. In fucking C or I will tell you what, going back to No Face, No Faces, No Eyes, the other week you were talking about Eternal Sunshine the Spotless mind. And mate, every time you talk passionately about film, I get a hankering. And I've watched that. And there's a scene where he has no face and yeah. eyes. That's terrifying as well. Yeah. And at one point he's only got a back ahead. <laughs> Maybe that is something weird, isn't it? Maybe just <laughs> want to see some eyes, mate. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, um, have you seen the Halloween? Sorry, I'm digressing. Have you seen the Halloween trailer? No. The Halloween kills? No. I didn't realise it was. I mean, weirdly, it should have. Uh, where were we? We're like nearly. Oh, we're in July, aren't we? Mm. I'm quite surprised there haven't been a show before now. Yeah, well, June. July, well, yeah. August, September, yeah, to the end of all, uh, October as well, isn't yeah. it? Any good? Uh, yeah, I mean, fucking hell. I mean, they're throwing the rule book out of the window. Show don't tell. I mean, uh, right. I, we know everyone who's going to die then in the next movie because but, it's in the trailer. But that's the problem with the second, the original Halloween two. Was it just went? Oh, your bigger budget, bigger kills. Oh, well, do you know as well? In the first one, in that last one, the big thing I loved about it because I thought the movie was okay. I didn't get the big hype that everyone was going on about. Yeah, I was. I'm with you. But It was good, and it. Uh, I must preferred the, you know, the kind of the the layer of the film that the, that it was about more so than Michael Myers because it was a standard Michael Myers film, but it had a bit more to say than than the others. And Michael Myers was more human. Well, that being <laughs> <laughs> said, at the end of that movie, I was like, the guy got burned. Like, let's be honest. There's no getting out of that. Like, he's not getting out of it. So this one shows you the firefighters going in and him getting out. And then he does this voiceover of Jamie Lee Curtis, who bearing in mind in the last one was like, oh, it's all rumours, all this stuff. He's he's flesh and bone and he's all this and he's, you know, he can be killed and all this sort of stuff. The voiceover over this one, she's like, he gets stronger with every kill. What? There's something about him. It's like, hold on, so what? Is he now like a god again? <laughs> like he's just powering up. It's not Highlander, James. Why did? Why can't they just leave it? He, he's he's scary as a human. If he's unkillable, he's Jason. Jason's not scary. The only the only good thing about this one, the only thing I'm intrigued about is they got they've got his mask in it, and it looks like the whole town rally behind him, uh, rally up to find him. Oh, Generally, do always like right, right because he's a hero. No, no, no. They, they, they're he's all trying like, to kill it. Generally, like, like, So the yes. whole town like arms themselves and like yeah. take, stick it to the man. They're um, very certain they're the good guys in the second one. You know, you know when you have these horror films, the bad guys are always the armed mob. I'm sure in the. Second- one, they're the heroes. <laughs> you look like the heroes in this one, James. Okay. But I, I was like that. I always thought that would make an awesome movie. Is like a town mob coming together to like take out a serial killer, like uh, like a Michael Myers kind of thing. Like oh. that to me, is because that you, you, your odds, James, are better. In a mob. So you so like a film based on the first thirty seconds of Freddy versus Jason when the mob go kill Freddy. <laughs> just, yeah, just that over an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Freddy in that in that he hasn't got his powers yet. That's true. He doesn't get them until he gets burnt alive and goes to hell because <laughs> that's how powers work. <laughs> Wait, that's why Jay- that's, <laughs> that's why that's why that's why he's got out of the basement. <laughs> that's why Michael's got flowers, because now he's leveled up because he's been on fire. Fire makes him angry. Oh uh, anyway, back to this. Fucking aliens. Hell. Aliens mate. Aliens. So, serious question though. Why Earth? That's because genuine, why Earth? Because there's nothing around, is there? It's not it's either this of Venus, and everyone knows Venus is a shithole. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like the sun's too hot. Well, what I love about this is is kind of space is infinite. But I love the fact that aliens go there just like instantly go and because and because if we base this on reality because it's sci-fi and for some reason fuck it we're doing logic now mm. that means that they've known about aliens before uh, human life before we evolved to where we are because you know sound travels and light travels and then the space of space of speed so by the time they get here they must have thought they were taking over like cavemen. and by the time they got here, like oh shit mm. <laughs> i'd prepared for dinosaurs what's <laughs> what's this jazz but then but that's the other thing isn't it? it's like most of these movies start with us sending a message out. Why? Why can't we? Why? Why do we always do that to ourselves? It's like, hey, hey, this this is this is us. This is how to kill us. Unless it's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie where it's like, hey, come, we definitely haven't got water. No water. There's just, no water on this planet. Just sand. Wing, wing. But then also, if you were the guy who did the risk assessment on that spot, <laughs> for the aliens in science, like, is there any, Dave, is there any water on that planet? <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been, mate. I've had a <laughs> look. Dave, yeah, you said this last time when we went to that water planet. <laughs> no, no, I swear to God. I swear to God, John. Right. There's, there's no water on this planet. And now, Barry, you went to the house, right. Did anyone, any dead character leave any like messages that they won't understand till right at the end? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 did for No. You sure there wasn't a priest that lost faith? There wasn't and his wife sent him like a really cryptic message, which he spent the last two years going, what does that mean? It's Mel Gibson there. <laughs> Is Mel Gibson there because we really don't like us? No, it's not you. That's okay. Well, that's fine. I just love the idea. Actually, they come, it's like Mel Gibson because before they started traveling, he was all right Yeah. <laughs> during travels so when he had his troubles. So, by the time they go, like, shit, shit, it's angry. Where's Wacking Phoenix? <laughs> see about? But yeah, he does seem a bit hell bent on, on destroying Earth and. I'm not saying we don't it's, deserve it. It's a long way to come to just shit stuff up. Oh, I was thinking this about like Independence Day, right? Now I'm not saying we need a prequel to Independence Day, which tells us why we pissed off them little guys. Yep. Maybe it's just that. I've just patronized them. But <laughs> maybe <laughs> this is the reason. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this, is, maybe this is the prequel. Maybe we're in Independence Day, the prequel. Oh my God, that'd be so rare. <laughs> but the, like, let's say you were Mrs. Alien. Yeah. Are you really okay with your husband going off? And just committing mass genocide. where are you off? Some shit awkward. Just another Earth. day at work. No, right? the only off my back. It, but you've got to remember, it's like how you sell things. It's like it's, it's how you sell them. So he doesn't say, where are you going? What planet are you going to blow up? Earth? He goes, no, no, not Earth. We're going to get rid of Randy Quaid. Because then you'd be like, mm. yeah, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fine. Off you trot. <laughs> that's acceptable. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't, it, like, th- there's a part of me that's like, I just don't, now I can get behind an alien movie where, they want to rid humans because they need the planet. But I th- that yeah. I can be- get behind, like because it's because of oxygen levels or or carbon in the atmosphere, whatever it is. I always forget about that they live. The actual storyline is they're causing global warming so they can make the planet more hospitable to the aliens, hmm. and then they'll take it over. So I, I always you always forget that because it's in like in two lines and they live and then it's done. Yeah, or like we can't be trusted with the planet, so they've come to take it back. Yeah, that kind of thing I can get behind. But this whole like now we just travelled thousands of years with advanced technologies. Just to fuck shit up. And also, if you're an, you're an advanced alien species, your technology, if you've come, like, in Roswell, it's not advanced since then. Mm. <laughs> it's like humans, you know, in then we had, like, telephones. Now we've got iPhones. So technology's increased in, like, the 60s. With aliens, the ship that crashed in the 60s is exactly the same ship that will show up in the 90s. Like, there's no difference. <laughs> it's like technology stores, like, it won't get better than this. Let's go invade. That's true. Yeah. But... Th- I, so the other thing about the alien films as well that I don't... Not the, not the alien movies, sorry. Invasion movies like this is, again, the technology thing. Often, often these movies, I think, always break down into into three three main areas. All out action. Yep. So it's just nuke the sons of bitches. Yep. It's just war. It's just... CGI explosions. I watched Battleships earlier, James. Well, I do you want. Know I've watched Battleships. Do you know before. why Battleships didn't make that list earlier, James? <laughs> Shit, because it is terrible. It is God, terrible. what a terrible movie. Uh, Carl, uh, Carl Kirch. You know that man who uh, who was supposed to be the next hottest thing, and then he was in the uh, True season two. He's in the uh, Friday Night Lights, and then he did. Oh, Taylor Kirch. Oh, Taylor Taylor, is, yeah. was. Well, he's in that, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he, 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 he must be. He must be Hollywood's biggest flop. When you think of things like yeah. Ty- Tarzan. That. He, the one the John, John Smith Car- on John Mars Carpenter, John Carpenter on Mars which, yeah. which was a big flop Battleships well I remember hearing about so much about this stuff. It's like, he's going to be the next big thing it was like well that turned out to be shit didn't it <laughs> just what bad agent the, the next one is so if it's not all out action your next alien attack movie invasion movie is the, the movie that relies on science a little too much mm. the thinking man's game yeah, the chess piece mm. those I can kind of get behind a little bit because they're a bit different because I like the mystery. Because it takes a spin, it's not just action. It's it's a thriller because you don't know what's happening. And then three, and this is where I think most of them fall at some point, is the massively overlooked yet significant error in the aliens plan, like the common cold or water. Mate. Right. Those kind of things, which again, they didn't do their risk assessment before they came over. It's always though; those are the kind of free wheelhouse, like, no, sorry, not wheelhouse, traits it, yeah. in the alien. Ex- uh, they might come up with some survival tips later. Maybe. <laughs> did you want to, Did you want to kick us off with a movie that just, you know, if you're thinking, if you're, what's your go-to? What's your go-to alien invasion Well, I'm going to go with one movie. that's a bit decisive. Not decisive, divisive. And mm. that. I know you don't like it, but. When I think of it in the cinema, I took my first ever girl called Ema when I was in Ireland at my grandparents to go see it in '96. made that sound like your first victim. <laughs> I took my first girl there. I don't speak to her no more. <laughs> but that's because, to be fair, it was what like, was her name? No, I'm not doing no, it. What again. was her name? i have just fucking rewind the podcast and here it is Ema. Ema. That's made up. All right, fine. Uh, but anyway, we were in, <laughs> we were in Ireland, we we're in Cork, and my grandpa gives me some tickets to go see Independence Day. Now, uh, yeah. but you've got to remember, I'm a young teenager, impressionable. I genuinely thought in the cinema watching this film that aliens invaded New York it was it was phenomenal when I got home watched it again at the cinema I think I rented it do you remember you rented that film from Blockbusters like five times mm. I rented Dustin Checks In Dustin that was about an orangutan in a, in a hotel owned by Re- <laughs> Rupert Everett <Remember> it. <laughs> no he didn't own it he was just a villain he was a concierge or- no yeah he was the <laughs> villain wasn't he yeah yeah he was the villain being outsmarted by the orangutan it's happened mate it happens <laughs> I, it's my go-to because it's. I admit it, listeners. I admit it, Aaron. I'm a, I'm a bit of a slot for the big action, exploding thing. I don't have to think about it. The characters are lovable. Storyline is pretty simple. Aliens don't like Earth. Invade it. Humans are a bit stupid. It's the first contact with alien life. They just kind of stand around and go. I imagine that's exactly exactly what would happen. That's gonna courtier. Yeah. <laughs> I think you and I have the exact same list. <laughs> um, it is a go-to. For years, I loved it. And I know it's crap. And I know it's not going to make the vault. But do you know what? The child inside of me would never forgive myself for not loving it. And when was the last time I saw it? Not for a long time. Mm. And for the longest time, I was avoiding the sequel. Because because there's good bad. And there's bad bad. And the sequel looked bad bad. And I finally watched it. Wow, that's terrible. But that first film, the magic of seeing the ship come out of the cloud. Yeah. However, there is one bit where a plane goes into the cloud and it's fire, so I don't really understand that bit. But he was... Is it because... Yeah, no, I'm not even going to try. I'm <coughs> not even going to try, James. Well, I think it's because he's entering Earth's atmosphere, but the plane would know that, surely. If we would go, don't go in there. Why? Because of the atmosphere. <laughs> Yeah we, know, yeah, we know the atmosphere. Like, we, <laughs> yeah, it's our wheelhouse, that. It's you know. not new. <laughs> yeah, <We're> like, <laughs> But you never understood the significance of... Um, I never understood the significance when you hear the beeping at the beginning when a guy's playing golf, so it must be a mistake. And then he puts the phone to the machine. You just think there's got to be an easier way of doing that. And then the guy's like, could it be a meteorite? And he goes, no, it's slowing down. And everyone starts freaking out. But as a kid, I'm like, Okay. <laughs> What does that mean? To explain this to me. I don't care. I had the holographic poster for Independence oh, Day. Oh, you dirty boy. So it was the White House, but then if you moved it slightly, it's it was exploding. exploded. Yeah. I had the, on the VHS copy, I did that, mm. but only very small visits. Surprisingly copy. slow, how long it takes the humans to figure out. They're positioning themselves over all these very important very landmarks. <laughs> Let's it's, go to them. <laughs> what I don't understand is... Um, if you shout something at the president like mm. aggressively, they will like shoot you and move the president to a secure location. But mm. when a, an object that's huge, that's like five miles in diameter, it parks itself directly under the White House with a thing above it that looks suspiciously like it might be some sort of beam or, or laser or something. They fucking keep him there. Mm. And he goes, Oh, because, because humans need to know I'm in charge. It was like, yeah, yeah, that's a smart move. You, Pissing idiot. It's Bill Pullman, mate, and I won't have a bad word about the man. about Thomas J. Whitmore. No, he's he's the greatest, he's probably, greatest president that ever served, James. He is probably one of the greatest fictional presidents of all time. And do you know what? I put him up against some of the real presidents. (laughs) (laughs) So, to me, it's my go-to because it was everything I wanted. I didn't know as, as a young kid I just wanted this. It was, it was an alien film that had a big budget. The Storyline of wasn't there. It was it, it. was fun to watch. And there's a lot of films that we can sit around and we go, oh, they're great. They ask so many questions. Like Nomadland, make me question like the existence of life. It's like, is it about purity? Is it about doing what you like? These people are freer than I am and they live in a van. And I, you know, I constrained to society, They've got a job, I pay taxes. These people are living their lives and that's really good but sometimes I just want to see shit blow up. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Just want to see shit explode and do you know what? In fairness, shit exploded. You do get a lot of shit exploding. <laughs> Even yeah. stuff that doesn't make sense. No. Although, to be fair, um the DVD cut got some deleted scenes but like minuscule deleted scenes like three seconds extra but they did explain plot points in it. So... There is, there is a lot to, to, to Independence Day that I like. I like the whole bit when they're like, they've got the alien, they're doing the autopsy and it gets the scientist and it talks through him Yeah, and then the president like fucking squares up to him like the hero that he is. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he gets mind fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, like it. I love the idea as well that when he mind fucks him and the alien can't help it he gives he gives them he gives them their plan yeah <laughs> it's like I'm gonna fucking have you but I hope I kill you because if I don't you'll know exactly what to do, <laughs> I, do I love I love how easy Jeff Goldblum gets in the White House yeah that's just, shocking. Just rings them off. all that You've got to remember, mate, you've got to remember it's very easy to get into the wire. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> it's very easy to get into the atmosphere as well. I, there, there are bits I really like to it. There are the big explosions. There's a lot though. It's like, you know, you know, like when, every time I watch Phantom Menace, I like the movie and I do stand by the Phantom Menace as a good Star Wars film. Yeah. But the pod scene, oh. I'm always like... fucking pod scene. Do I just just fast forward it? Because I don't care about it. No. It slows the pace of the movie. Kills the pace. It gets rid of Darth Maul for like 20 minutes when you want to see him. And this to me, like Will Smith, through the canyons, just to fucking punch an alien and go, welcome to Earth. It's like, I... There's better ways and quicker it's, ways that you it, could get to that bit. It's full of trailer lines, isn't it? It's like these these lines only exist for the trailer. I imagine every time they come up, it's like, oh, that's that's literally line. is only here mm. so they can put it in a in a trailer, and that's it's just Will Smith. It's the trailer. I do I do like the, the ridiculous ending of going into the mothership and uploading a virus. I love all that. That that's fine. It's just. Do you, remember, do you remember that theory? Do you remember because one of the biggest potholes that you and I have always had for years is well, well, ow. Mm. <laughs> it's just, I've had a Mac, Macintosh at one point. You can't get it to fucking load anything, let alone the fucking alien software. And then some fucking nerd on the internet was like, uh, all technology is based on the. If you listen to data, you know uh, Brett Spinner, when he was in it, it's like all technology is based on the end So it would actually it was like, oh fuck off, mm. <laughs> fuck off, Sir Isaac Newton. <laughs> Has no got any time for you and your fucking lodging? This is a film called Independence Day when aliens invade. Just, the, just, just in time for Independence Day so he can give a speech. Because let's be honest, that amazing speech he gives—if it was fucking Halloween—wouldn't have the greatest impact. And today we celebrate Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, "What a fucking nut!" <laughs> Yeah, and I suppose it takes the the pressure off the British somewhat with the uh, Independence Day. They they call it a win. (laughs) We call it a lucky escape. (laughs) 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 Um, Do you remember? More stuff as well. Towards the end, though, I love the fact that an alien invasion heals Palestine because you see half the Israelis and half the Iraqis almost like this fucking brilliance, like bringing them together. But also you see a tribe in like Africa and you're supposed to think they took them down like, with, with no technology, You're just like yes, the human race has survived somehow. Yeah, that, that that threw me off with the you know the whole like sticks versus the alien technology because they the, because un, un, shields down, mate. Undeniably, mate. Yeah, for tomorrow, mate. What, the, fuck are, <laughs> what are the sticks made of Alimantium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get through shit, sure, though. I was just gonna throw this two miles in the air. How cool would it be though if you saw that? it was like, "Shit, yeah. I bet that guy got fucking late." <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not fucking Wakanda, James. <laughs> 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 but, yeah there's a lot of independence there that I, that I did like and but there's equally amounts that I don't like and the f- problem with me is it's like I don't ever want to put up with the shit to watch the good bits so I just kind yeah. of always bypass it there's a lot of going around the asses before you get into like, the main storyline like they're kind of setting up the crop duster setting up Will Smith as this like again maverick fighter pilot the person you want <laughs> the person you want on your side a maverick <laughs> Um, personally doesn't follow orders in the military I always love that promote him yeah. <laughs> fucking promote him but there is there is a lot of Independence Day that I do like that yeah that, that is worthy of a mention and I like Jeff Goldblum and you get plenty of Jeff yeah do you know what? I think the cast was actually all pretty spot on mm. I even quite like it's Randy Quaid isn't it it's Randy Quaid as one. he's over the top former why don't I sound like that as quickly his character has been abducted and everyone thinks he's crazy aliens show up but they all still think he's crazy was like but there's there's literal proof there's literal proof in the sky Mm, that that happened. Yeah. I thought the cast was a pretty good job. Storyline, easy to follow. But I do like that as well. This backstory that he's been abducted before, and at the end he shouts, I'm back, as he drives into like the ship. Yeah. Like, so they sent a probe down. Yeah. And they're like, right, after ba- after inspecting Randy Quaid's anus, because you know they anal probed him. Yeah. They're like, that seems a place <laughs> we need to go destroy. Yeah. <laughs> Based on Randy's right, <laughs> bad That is his ass. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just, I just, I just, I just <laughs> like the idea we got invaded and Alien does it. Just Jason. <laughs> kill it, him, kill just, him with a <laughs> <laughs> send him to destroy the whole planet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just burn it. It's like when you see a spider and you're like, I burn the arse, yeah, done. <laughs> what is Unbelievable. this? Unbelievable. Oh. So yeah, I mean, there's some I really wanted to rewatch this week. No, I'm not going to go into all these. I really want really to to rewatch Attack the Blocks. I've thoroughly enjoyed that. I one. Like I the, it. the Block. A nice, um, nice spin on it. It's just like what what youths youths would do. Yeah, and there's got a, a Barry. Barry. Fucking oh. hell! Can't remember his name. Done. The, the guy was in Star Star Trek, Star Wars. Fuck. John. B- B- Bojega. John Bojega. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Barry. Really good. Isn't it? I, I can't. I that was the first thing I saw him in. I, until I, I never made the connection between him and uh, Finn. I See, I'm going to raise your Independence Day with a movie I think I like, but you don't. Mars Attacks. Yeah, I don't know, like Mars Attacks. I don't know. How you I don't know, I like re- it. I've rewatched it this week to try and like there's, it. There's so much to like about Mars Attacks. Do you know? What, it's because of the right. Now, I know this can make me sound a hypocrite. It's because of the beanness quality of it. I don't like it. I don't like its celebration of eighties. 80s, 80s mate it's fucking 50s 50s I, I don't know 50s what it is. and 60s maybe it's just Tim Burton maybe it's a snob maybe it's the fact that there's too many big names in it it is it is jam-packed with big names and every time I watch it I'm like god Natalie Portman was in this I completely yeah, forgot Yeah, I always find them pointless I'm like why, why Danny DeVito waste it's the Tim Burton pool though isn't it oh that's true Tim Burton has this like he's like the complete opposite end of the spectrum of someone like um, Stanley Kubrick who like Stanley Kubrick will get you walking through a door 80 times and then use one of him. Tim Burton's like yep got it done he's just like I'll tell you what just walk halfway towards the door that's fine we'll CG the rest of it um, so I think a lot of people kind of go back to Tim Burton for his like very kind of a relaxed way of filming because I mean he does work with the same people over and over again yeah. um, but Miles Attacks I always found was like different to his catalogue of films and there's some really entertaining set pieces in it and it's all tongue-in-cheek it's all a laugh particularly the ending how they kill the damn thing uh, i think you know what that's the biggest problem i've got even as a joke i still hate it my favorite bit though is like just before they unveil it when they're wheeling in the massive gun to shoot the old that's lady actually quite funny. And it's <laughs> funny as fuck and these little critters these little things running around he's like menacing little aliens that you just want to kick in the head and uh, they're wheeling that massive gun and they're being all quiet and then uh, it, it, to me it just makes me laugh every time I watch it I think I can pinpoint a bit I don't like it in the trailer so we'll compare it to Independence Day Welcome to Earth punches him oh, that's cool stick that in your trailer fast forward to Mars Tax well he didn't get in the TV no fuck off you fucking yokel <laughs> I, I just say I ate the Jack Black family bit ate it Oh, I, did, I didn't mind that I like Jack Black being in it I like that Sarah Jessica Parker heads gets put on a dog Piers Brosnan yeah, Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Michael Brosnan. J. Fox is in it. Michael J. Fox is, is Bay. Two yeah. Jack Nicholson's. Uh, two too many. <laughs> Tom. Jones. Tom Jones. Fucking what's up? Barry <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Tom, Tom Jones. No, don't get it. It's also the bit where he meets Danny DeVio and Danny DeVio goes, you're Tom Jones. you know doing you, no unusual. It's like, yeah, I get it. I know who Tom Jones is because Tom Jones was popular once for like two years and he's now disappeared again. Well, you want to bet the guy's had a career since like the 60s. No, no, he has, but... As he, That's like disrespecting Cliff Richard. I'm not having it, James. I say every week on this podcast, there's two people you don't touch. Cliff Richard and Tom Jones. Right. Tom <laughs> Jones is like mate. a fucking... So you just upset I'm, all the Welsh. Must fucking all four of them. <laughs> oh, James. I'm only joking. Wales is awesome. Not in the Euros, are you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's just there. It's there. It's there like an oh, open goal. All right. Couldn't do it. Uh, District 9. Not a fan? No. what? No. So when you see a film for the first time, you automatically get connotation with your memory. I saw this film with a former friend and uh, someone else I can't remember who, and I was so hungover that I left halfway through the film to vomit and then I just couldn't go back in. So I'm always tainted by the memory. But do you know what? In hindsight, it's actually very good. If mm. you think about like the set design and everything, I just, one of those films, that every time I see it, I'm reminded about how hungover I was. I think it's one of the movies that I think pushed... Special effects, like it looked stunning. Oh, it did look... And do you know what? it was a really good idea? Like there was an alien invasion, but they weren't. It was kind of like they were refugees. That it, was different. Yeah, they, you know, is that kind of playing on the themes of the shanty towns of Cape Town in South and was, Africa? And, and, and... it's absolutely great to stick it in South Africa. He created a lot of careers. I think he was first time director as well. He then went on to do like some great films. I I, I really liked Elysium. Uh, like he did. He then went Alicia, the... and I fucking love the Elysium. Yeah, I haven't seen that for a long time. Yeah, Matt Damon and Jody Foster. was not mm. that was a cracker? Uh, oh my god! I actually got some people's names right. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Bookmark it. What about Cloverfield? Nah, you see, you and I are both the only two people in like the world that apparently like Cloverfield. I really like Cloverfield. I didn't mind it at all. Again, I'd rather see a film that tries and goes for it. And I like the whole camcorder. Uh, do you want know towards the end? No, they, they when they travel traverse the subway, it got so shaky. I did get a bit. I was like, mm. I'm feeling it here because it was very shaky cam. But at the same time, I do remember thinking it was really good, like it was great. And then you see it at the end, and now you know why you're watching the video, like mm-hmm. because we're watching it as historians based on what happened. And I thought that was really cool, like flip on things, like you just watch this. Why is it shaky cam? Was it shaky cam big at the time? It's actually reason for its storyline. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, the monster was shit at the end; it was not worth the wait. I didn't mind the kind of Godzilla-looking thing. I yeah, I can't. If they did a Godzilla movie where it was all like that, oh yeah, god, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. amazing. It would be amazing. Like you know, you're on you're on the ground floor when Godzilla's stomping around and you've got to get out of the city. Fucking hey, that would be a wicked that would movie. Be cool. No, I I oh, I really quite liked it. I, I, the virus aspect in the smaller Cloverfields, maybe not as good. I like the idea of this constant threat for huge ones that you can't quite see. I, I haven't seen the third one and I don't think I'm going to, but I did watch the second one because of John Goodman being in it. I haven't seen 10 that. one, Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. That I did watch. I think it's got that um is it Mary Elizabeth Weinstead in oh, it? Oh, they might watch that because she's pretty cool. Yeah, and John Goodman actually. John Goodman's the standing point. I should have gone with that. And that, but and I mean, we know now it's part of a trilogy. At the time when it came out, the PR around it wasn't that it was a sequel to Cloverfield. They were like, it's got nothing to do with it, or has it? And um, you do question it all the way through because the point of it is you're supposed to figure out whether or not John Goodman is good or bad. Yeah. So it plays on, you know, like um, well, captive versus yeah. yeah. And, and it, it, I, I I must admit, it kept me to the end. The last ten minutes, I was like, oh, this is shit now. Nah. But the the majority of it, I quite liked. Yeah. But I like Chloe I thought, you know, and again, what a feat in filmmaking. That whole film was shot in LA. You'd think that is New York. Yeah. I just remember people being quite upset about that. No, it's not really New York. I was like, yeah. Have you ever tried to, have you seen how expensive it is to fucking film in New York? Yeah. It's the not main, easy fucking blowing up the uh, it like, Statue of Liberty, is the it? The main camera is a steady camera. <laughs> <laughs> I do you like that bit as well where he waves to the other guy, implying that there's another video out there? That was the original idea, wasn't it? That's what, I what happened on the other side of the bridge. And I never really always wanted to see that because that was cool. Because I don't know whether or not the technical thing that blows up the bridge is the same monster that is destroying the city. Oh, there was the other idea that it was two monsters. No, wasn't I did it? hear that as well. Yeah. I love that. Maybe I heard that from you. <laughs> yeah, well, I've definitely heard that. Before. You're going to class The Mist as an alien invasion movie? I have, and I do. That's a bleak movie. Yeah, it is a very bleak movie. No, no spoilers for that one. But do you know what? That film is. Uh film film's just like The Walking Dead prequel there's just so many people from The Walking Dead are in it, and then like Captain Raymond Holt and obviously The Punisher I love it when I don't use people's actual names <laughs> Tom <laughs> Jane though is the, my, my favourite thing about it is if, you're a, if you are a Stephen King fan Tom Jane at the beginning is painting and he's painting pictures of the Dark Tower I do remember you saying I that I do yeah. like that that was that, well. was that was that's in the opening scene and that is pretty much where it peaked <laughs> <laughs> is it an alien film though because they come from like another dimension so you could argue no mm, that's true Get it out. It's what about movies like Bird Box? Then flying aliens—they're demons, aren't they? Are they? Well, that's really? why I always get confused. I thought they're supposed to be demons because they're so hellish that you look at them and you try and kill. yourself. I was always in the impression they were demons. I think it's cooler if it's demon. I like a religious element, or maybe I've just the implied... gates to hell open and just yeah, invade Earth. I just, for some, we never make we never make films about hell. I don't really understand why. Just like we're talking about alien films, Doom. Mm. I never understood why they changed the storyline to Doom. Isn't it, it's scary if they open a portal to hell. Opening a portal to Mars isn't scary. I've been to Mars. Well, in other it, 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 films, it, it's, it's, it's shit. In, in the game, isn't it? That they're on Mars and that's that's where they open the portal yeah, to hell. Yeah, so there's a portal to Mars they have in to, Mars. And they have to stop it before it gets back to Earth. Yes, the and then thing. in the second one, they have to go into hell. I don't remember why. It, 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 back in that day, the storylines weren't that important. Mm. <laughs> it was just like, ooh, demons. Just saying, I completed Doom Eternal recently on the uh, Hardcore mode. Yeah, yeah, Maybe the hard... It's, that was so hard, I nearly put it on my CV as an achievement. You should. My CV's fucking dying, mate. I, I just, in almost, fact, I'm willing to take off my, like, degree <laughs> and put instead in its expe- qualifications, Doom Eternal, Hardcore. My CV consists of the degree I've got and then, like, 20 <laughs> meter swimming badge, fully clothed. Yep. Nailed it. That's easier than nude, though, not it? Yeah. Not as easy, so, as nude. Um... Signs were already ribbed at, but I, again, I'm a Signs defender. I'm a, no, it's all Signs shit. was never supposed to be about the alien invasion though. That it's was the, that was the, Signs. <laughs> the, 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 no, <laughs> it was supposed to be, it was, a, it, it, was, it was a character study, James, or it was a, <laughs> the, the, problem, the, problem, the problem with it is, right, is it never meant to be about, any, the alien is secondary to Mel Gibson's character, um, his lack of faith or his loss of faith. The problem with it is, is M. Night Shyamalan went out of his way to make you think it was about the aliens. <laughs> like, he almost like he tried to sabotage his own movie. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like something he would do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like science. There's enough in science for me to, like, now, if, if I was going to re-watch, like, Independence Day of Science, I'd watch science. Purely um, for s- some of them key scenes. I do like I Do you Do want really good scene? And it's actually got really good acting, and it hams it up to a great degree. There's another like, The Last Supper... Mm. And Mel Gibson's quite clearly lost his mind. And the aliens are about to kill him. And he's like, oh, your mum held you so tight. And it's just like, all right, Mel, you're going to die. You're all literally going to die. Calm down a little bit, yeah? i tell you, mate, in that scene, he cries and eats. And is one of the hardest things to do. Name me another film where someone is crying and eating at the same time. How's losing 10 guys she's eating ice cream and crying? Sure, James. <laughs> the ice cream drunk cat's not real food. <laughs> <laughs> all right? You, you do say that every week, to be fair. I do. And low mayo. <laughs> low fat mayo. That's the most recurring joke. <laughs> no, no, Fat Man. The, is the big one? War of the Worlds. It is for a film that I didn't like for the longest time. But guess what? What the Spielberg one? Yeah, we've had this conversation before. I don't like it because I don't give a toss about the children. It, him, it, Chatwick. I hate him. He's an asshole. There's in the scene. You know, we jump. Dakota Fanning. They... Dakota Fan's cool. She's nice. But Tom Cruise is a shit dad. Yeah, but that's what I like about it. It's Tom Cruise, no, not, no. not typecast. He's not typecast. He's a shit dad. And then there's a scene where his son wants to join the army. You know, he doesn't even want to join the army. The army goes over the hill to fight the aliens. He's like, I want to come with you. I want to come with you. And Tom Cruise is dragging him. And do you know what? I was annoyed. I was like, fuck it, let him. <laughs> <laughs> because he's done nothing but annoyed the but Tom piss Cruise kind of me. does. He's like, I'll take my chances with a the girl then instead. And I'd like to point out I watched it this week for this episode. And I've turned a corner thought it was pretty good. It, I think it's a really good movie. I, I think the effects are second to none when I, it came out. Do you know, I don't think it's great, but I don't I don't hate it. It's not... It used to be on a par with uh, Forrest Gump. I really used to hate what it was. But having re-watched it this week... And do you know what? It's got my favourite... It's related to my favourite... Um, joke in the world in Futurama they do the bit at the end when Morgan Freeman is like oh you know I believe it's HG Wells wasn't it originally mm-hmm. it was like and in the end it was bacteria and then in Futurama it's like and in the end it was the humblest of all god's creatures that stopped the alien invasion the Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> and, <laughs> mate it's fucking when I saw that like, in Futurama fucking tears coming out of my eyes It was <laughs> so funny so you know I've got a lot to thank for War of the Worlds and do you know what's really cool we're talking about different I think your design of your alien has to be different and unique and you know what, Waterworlds did nail it. That was a very good, like, unique design for. They, are they machines or are they the actual aliens? The machines beam down, the, the aliens beam down into the in machines. machines. So you yes. see them in the lightning coming down. The machines have always been here. Yeah. Is the, that's is the what's twist. That's a twist, isn't it? Yeah, and they ride the lightning and come down and, and power up. But that scene when they're in the kind of town center and the first one comes out of the ground, fucking epic. That, yeah. that's Like, cool. that, so good. When, they, when he's driving back, there's a scene where, like, like, the freeway behind him kind of explodes and tilts. Yeah. That was cool. It was really so local. Cool. I saw it in the cinema and I was like, brilliant. And also it plays on um this is another films have obviously budgets and they can't everything can't always be bang bang explosion unless they're going to take a gamble with like Independence Day and they're going to release it on a specific weekend when there's no other movies out and really gamble that they're going to make the money back. And so even something like War of the Worlds, it's heavy at the front and then it boils down and down and down. And I liked how almost like the invasion itself, it went from mass um, you know, kind of murder and and genocide and then as the machine started focusing on the stragglers the movie then also follows a narrative where it's just Tom Cruise and Tim Robbins in the basement in a real tense scene in the the cinema that was fucking tense man do I still Still don't like. I, it's still that scene doesn't. I don't think that raised me as much because one of them's Tim Robbins. And the other one's Tom Cruise. You just think, well, Tom Cruise will win this. <laughs> where's the suspense? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like you fucking. If I went into a room with The Rock and I closed the door and I'm like, stuff's gonna happen. It's like I'm not gonna win. <laughs> What's the fucking point? <laughs> where's, then, where's the suspense? I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me. But I did. I did like that whole that whole scene. And I, like I say, I liked how it went from massive chaos, like freeways blowing up, buildings collapsing. Two two people in a basement by the end of the movie. He is the most useless kid, though. I, I, do you know what? I do still hate him. He drives... He, they've got the only working car yeah. in, like, all of America, and he drives it through a load of people, and then there's... And he, da- he has to wake his dad up and go, what do, do all these people here? Well, what do you think is going to fucking happen, you idiot? But again, that bit's horrific as well, when they steal the car it and he's trying to get horrific, his daughter out time, of it. It is his fault. He should have let him drown then. And also, Jesus they, they, James. they get on the ferry, and there's like, oh, what's that white light under there? Idiots. All them Idiots. Now I'm turning the corner again. I went from hating it to good. Now it really James, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. There's a, a, also dark, man. Like they harvesting all the fucking earth with blood and shit. Yeah. That was cool. I do. I really like it at the end as well. It's like when the alien's dead, but it's not, they don't know it's dead all the humans are walking past it and, and Tom Cruise has to ask the army guy, "Because goes, oh, what's happening? He goes, oh, just stopped moving. So you don't actually know it's dead. You, you could it could just be like mm. waiting for you to go past it. You're what you want? There's a lot of humans here, I'll have you all. Got you. <laughs> got you. Hey. <laughs> but I do like the fact it's, um, there's birds eating from it because presumably well, the bacteria killed the aliens and now mm. the birds are feasting on it. I thought that was pretty cool. That is, but, you know what? It did turn a corner. It was a very, I actually quite enjoyed it rewatching it this week. Which I thought would never happen. got to be in our lifetime remade. Well, that itself was a remake, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it, it's I, got. It's been like a TV. It's been a BBC adaptation recently. Do you know what? I've always wanted to see remade. I, I was only with a kid when this happened. I think it happened. Was it was Day of the Triffids on BBC. Yeah. I always wanted to see I well, like alien plants or plants that were kind of aliens that were growing everywhere. Which I was, remember I that being like the two. coolest fucking thing ever. Mm. But then again, maybe not. Yeah. If I was going to go for like a classic, like that, I'd go for Body Snatchers, the Donald Sutherland one. Yeah, that's a pretty cool one. I just there's something I remember like Sunday for four weeks when I was a kid watching this thing about flowers eating people I can't even remember if it's true. I don't know if I've just hey Dave, imagined that, that it. Sounds like day of the triffids. Yeah, okay, cool. I didn't remember liking that as a kid. But kid me wasn't. Right I? On, was Mark Warburg in it? No. Was it every night Shyamalan movie? No. That was a weird film. That happened. What? You mean you mean when for no reason the trees just went, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck you. <laughs> I've had enough of you. All right do you know, what? Do you know what? there's a great debate there the greatest debate you'll ever have is overacting versus underacting you've got Mark Wilberg versus Zoe Dasnow who's like who can hold their open who can hold that mouth open the longest go <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, it's like what? a litmus what? test, what? though, isn't what's, it? What's happening? What's happening? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 I, need, I need a minute. I need go, go, a minute. Let's go to the house, yeah? yeah. But there's an old lady, yeah? Yeah? And maybe you had an affair, yeah? But now we're fine. <laughs> yeah? Do you want a burger? It's just all over the place. Wait, what about, about when kid gets shotgunned in the face and no one gives a shit? It's, that just was like, dark, that it's like, done with you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, Annihilation with Natalie Portman oh, on I've, Netflix. No. No, I know you liked it, and I know- Someone else liked it. I would know, mate. I really like that film. That goes into my smart oh, see, alien. Movie. I think it was too smart. It was just like no, no. Nah. It's not a rival. It's not. It's not top tier. It's not god tier. Was it wasn't for me. It just bored me. When I was, when I was thinking about, it I'm like, do you know what? I don't want to think about it. See, I'm Someone not going to throw re- a pie. <laughs> I'm not going to rush to rewatch it. But I did really enjoy it, and I was creeped out. The yeah. bear hybrid scene. I Fucking. don't want to spoil it, but I thought the ending, I, I thought I could see the ending coming as well. So I was like, nah, because I'm smart. That's what I tell myself. What you got? I'm just going to let that hang. It's going to let you leave on that. Transformers, technically an alien invasion movie. <laughs> when when we're friends with half the alien stuff the fucking end of that film when bear in mind you spent the entire film like, they're kicking the shit out of us and then fucking Optimus Prime is like yo anymore? <laughs> just like shut the fuck up Optimus Prime I'm surprised I'm like will you shut up Optimus lame <laughs> calm down me, you prick <laughs> I do love that. It's like uh, all, all the all the bad guys are like fighter jets and machine guns, and you know? it's like who's the good guys? The truck, it's, it's the truck and the uh, and the sports car. Yay! What I love about it as well is as Megatron starts off the first the first one he's actually like a legitimate threat, By the third one he's literally rotting. It's just like sort of Megatron. I do. Megatron's such a wicked name, as well, isn't it, for a bad guy? Yeah, but then you've got. Oh, Starscream. Are oh, they they were they were names of kids that you were called when you grow up, it's like who kids who calls their transformer Starscream? I think, and I could be wrong, but in the Golden Compass series, yeah, his dark materials, yeah. I think the angel in that, the which in the angels are like the bad guys in it the lead angel is called Megatron I think it, I think so good I mean when I read it I was like the Transformer <laughs> <laughs> this book's gone weird <laughs> this book's gone fucking awesome yeah Oh, everyone was a Megatron <coughs> do you want know, fucking Leonard? that was the biggest surprise and the third one when Leonard Nimoy turned out to be the bad guy I was like what are you doing Spock <laughs> what are you doing I don't think I got to the third one I, I figured the it was spoilers second. <laughs> spoilers that's oh, alright man I'm not going to watch it <laughs> No, hold on. I, I watched never... the one with Stanley Tucci was Merlin. That's a thing, right? That's real. Yep. Have I just made that up? No, that's fair. I think Stanley Tucci's in two of them. Yeah, he's a businessman or something in the back of a cab in one of them. And then one of them is Merlin. <laughs> that Mate, it, that's, got a lot of, that's got a lot of actors who, put, you know, it killed a lot careers. <sighs> you got any? You want to talk about? It? No, I think you've hit you to the nail to on things? the head. What other ones did I... Did I peruse this week and, and gave a good clue? Slither, absolutely cracking film. Small Town Invasion—that's always a cracker. If you ever get a chance to watch it, you should. I'm more about a Small Town Invasion. There's more at stake because the you know Independence Day—you know nothing's going to happen to Will Smith. But when you're watching Slither, in a romantic in a romantic in a comedy horror, they would they could kill the character because it could play that spin on you. But actually, the main character is this girl. Mm. <laughs> that's really cool. I I just thinking of the thing as well. I like the idea of them having to, and this happens a lot with movies that are like in space returning to earth, but the idea that you have to stop the parasite or the alien from getting out. of Yeah. Yes. The thing played on that really well. And the thing is the perfect alien movie because it's in the Antarctic, it's in a inhospitable environment. Has to survive. It's not like it can just jump on a tram and then it's in like a built up area. Um, I really like that the idea, like the last stand. You have to destroy it, and that's why I really like that movie. Life with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. That one. That's really good. That that idea that they have things about that. I quite enjoyed it, and again, they have to stop it from getting to Earth. Um, Yeah, really interesting movie. Now this film I hate, and we stuck it in the vault uh, in the pit. Back in an episode, very good episode called Hairline, which is one of my favourite ones. We made a joke about we going bold. Just oh, remember, yeah. I remember that that episode sticking to me. But the film Skyline does something very good that it doesn't do. The idea of it getting sucked in space—it's like a vacuum—and I remember the graphics of the people getting sucked up in volume into space was was <laughs> epic. <laughs> However, that was the best thing about that film. It died soon after that. It's so boring after that. Um, Edge of Tomorrow with uh, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise, Emily Blunt. It's a fantastic film. And I've always been, the, one of my favourite arc-y story types in film is uh, the Groundhog stereotype. So every day when it's played again, Groundhog's brilliant. I really like Happy Death Day. I think that's so good. The horror element of a reday. so she keeps getting, there's a serial killer but only kills one person, but again and again. That's amazing. I really like the spin. And The Edge of Tomorrow is an action alien invasion film where he relives the same alien invasion every day. Uh, you know, he, he, well it's not an alien invasion. aliens attack it's an ongoing war and he relives the same day again and again and each day he gets better and better and I and Emily Blunt's character is brilliant she has to kill him to reset like, hey, do you know what? what a fantastic film What great idea it's based on a book that apparently is even better oh I'd love do you know what Tom Cruise gets a lot of stick from me I'm not a fan but Edge of Tomorrow him and Emily Blunt fucking nailed it I, must, I watched this back to back with Oblivion oh I quite like Oblivion as well yeah and I remember at the time thinking like fucking Tom Cruise has saved the earth a lot of times hasn't yeah he? yes, bitch but then again, Emily Blunt, Quiet Place. Aliens attack, they're a bit different. Yeah, Quiet Place is, is God tier. Which, which I know we're only assuming is aliens because there's never actually explained what well, we'll go with aliens. Although when John Krasinski did say in an interview that um, in regards to Quiet Place 2, he does say um, the film opens with you see them arriving on a meteorite. Oh, so they are. So he's confirmed them. it. Oh, okay, but, but- no, so some cracking from those two, but uh, Edge of Tomorrow to Me is a very good action film, very good sci-fi film, and is, is clever without actually... Being like, when you, you're like, I get this, and you think you're smart. When in reality, you know it's not that complicated. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I've always thought about is like, is is you, you hit the nail head a, a moment ago about like aliens would come down and invade us now when we are, I suppose, at the peak of our technological age. You know, yeah. we, our weapons are as advanced as they've ever been. You know, and, and it always always makes me think like, fuck yeah, we're lucky that they didn't come and attack like during the Roman times. Or like, or like when there were cowboys around. Now that was, that was, that was the lesson there, James, of being <laughs> careful what you wish for. Because I really didn't get on with cowboys for sale. For years though, you said that. I remember when we were friends, before that film came out, you were like, why do Indians always come now? Why didn't they come? He always used Romans. Mm. And then I remember when that film coming out, I'd just been like, well, your, your, your questions for that. Yeah. It, it turns out Harrison Ford would fuck it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really get, I, I was going to rewatch that this week. And then uh, I was like, no, I've seen it. I'll watch Battleships instead. And God, I wish I watched Cowboys versus... <laughs> you No, know, that's, that's a poor choice. It? Flip a coin and hope you lose it. <laughs> <laughs> which one should I watch? Oh, someone shoot me. <laughs> God, Battleships is bad. It is bad. So bad. But then again, what did you expect on a film based based on a game that had no storyline? <laughs> like like when you're playing Battleships with your dad or your mum or your brother I'll, or your I'll sister, where, where's the storyline where you're thinking, which one's Rhiannon <laughs> Just what yeah. fucking I'll be honest, I really did. I just wanted to hear Liam Neeson go, this sunk to a battle I just really wanted it. You should have just Googled it. <laughs> he just, does he say that? No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, no. Okay, does anyone? No. What's the fucking No, there's point? no point. There's no point in that movie. Oh. I talked about this the other week, that now, from now on, if in a movie they say the title of the movie, anywhere in it, automatically, yeah. we have to discuss it for the vault. Yep. Because it it's a hidden... It, I just there's a part of me that dies inside each time well, but seen I it. really wanted them to say you know something around well I suppose they say about shit no end of times in it but well, uh, well I've, I've seen it mate I've seen the most perfect example clear and present danger when it goes to the president he's like what should we do and he goes well there's a pause clear and present danger Fucking the, the country rule, fucking, just fucking just fucking two second gap either side so you make sure you can get that in the trailer <laughs> yeah unfortunately there's no bit in Patriot Games where Sean Bean just goes we're playing Patriot games. <laughs> <case. laughs> <laughs> oh, Mate, alien films. Alien invasion films. I'm certain more will come to mind. Oh, it's one of those bit. things that, of course, they will. Let's do some rules then. So uh, I've prepared five rules to survive the alien apocalypse. Oh, I've, I've, I've prepared ten. You and fucking, one of them's a two-pointer. You've done it again. We said five before we started. Yeah. And now you're just trying to show me up in front of the listener. Yeah, but to be fair, my first one is su- survive longer than Aaron. <laughs> no. Cheeky bastard. <clears throat> uh, I've got 10. Now, Why I'm going to throw in- Oh, no, sorry, I've got five. But I am going to throw in a few of my previous tips. Mm. So the how to survive a disaster movie. I didn't want to rehash any of them. Yeah, there was a lot of So I'm going to just say them again. So the disaster, how to survive a disaster movie. Um, don't go up. Great, great advice. Because stop running upstairs, because they will end. The stairs will end, and you cannot fly. So stop going up. Stay away from capital cities and landmarks. I'm going to give you that for free. All right. Do you want? Do you want? I don't have ten then, because I've got a lot of that so far. To Croydon because nothing happens in Croydon. All right. That still stands. You never see Croydon getting blown up in it a fucking montage deal. Yeah. That's, that's because the aliens think it's already been blown <laughs> up. I like, go, oh, must have already done that. <laughs> it's just like it's just like Boston. And then go to Boston and goes, Well, we, we can't make this worse. <laughs> so fucking move on. It's like, Yeah, escape the nest. They're like, no life. <laughs> and I can say that because I work a lot in Escape yeah, There you go, Um, so if you've got ten, you may as well go, mate. All you right. may as well give me two for every one I give you, then. So so starting off you know, a lot of these have come up before and I'm going to be trying clever. Now this one definitely came up before. Get yourself a dog. Independence Day, you had Boomer. Men in Black can you had Frank. You know, animals survive, dogs survive. I had so many more examples for this because I had a dog from science, he dies. <laughs> there's, a, there's a dog in War the world, of Worlds, he dies. It's like, only 50% of the time dog, a dog. in Independence Day survives. Yeah, Boomer does. Yeah. Oh, is that Boomer? That's Boomer, yeah. So I've got them in front. MVP, mate. That slow motion scene of them jumping in the, in, you know, because fire doesn't go in tunnels. No, it do not go indoors. No, why would it? No, it just that's goes not, forward. It's doors that's right. the thing about fire. <laughs> you always know where it's going. It's predictable. Uh, war of the Worlds. That Obliv- dog would have stunk. It would have reshrined to the high heavens, mate. <laughs> right? um, war of the Worlds. Oblivion. Edge of Tomorrow. How do you survive an alien invasion? Tom be, Cruise. Be Tom Cruise. <laughs> I nearly had that as a rule. I, had, I nearly had it as a rule. Be Tom Cruise. And if you can't, be Will Smith. Yeah, no, I've got... So be Tom Cruise. So be Tom Cruise, you get yourself a dog. And get yourself a dog is a, is also a disaster movie one. So that's your two, two to start us off. Two to survive. I like that, James. I like that. Um, luckily, that's not my first one. So here's tip number three, technically, or my first one. And I've called this one, Get a Head Start. Ooh whilst everyone's gawking at the TV, James, or the sky, maybe poking some unidentified ship going, I ain't seen anything like this before, James. Right. Or maybe someone goes, God, that's not a bird. All right, maybe get a head start. All right. That's all I'm saying. I just just love the idea of you coming home and your wife's got, I found this outside, yes. and you're yeah. like, well, we're done. <laughs> I'll see you fucking later. <laughs> oh, look, someone's blaming North Korea for something. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Think <laughs> I'm wearing these Nike ears by accident, James. No, always ready. Oh, All right, get a head start. That's my rule. Because there is too much of that. Independence day is there are montage scenes of people just gawking at this guy. I would have been gone. Do you know what? You and I sometimes are so in sync. My next one, if something falls from space, then stay the fuck away from it. <laughs> <laughs> so Live there don't go to the meteor, right? The thing, why do you dig up the obvious spaceship? <laughs> why? Why do you ever do this? And my second point, stay away from America and Americans because even if it's set in Britain, they're still hovering around the Americans and my source for this was a look at every movie ever. <laughs> so yeah, even Doblin, even Donald Sutherland in his uh, body snatches, that, I don't even think that's set in America but he's still, oh, it might be actually. Mm. I'm talking shit. He's, anyway. ca- he's Canadian as well. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll just shut the fuck up then. So that was stay away from America. Stay away from America and Americans, and uh, uh, with you, if anything falls from state, stay away from it. Yeah. What, what country? What country is the least likely to Madagascar. Get See, I think it would just be. I think, do you know what would be a great film? Aliens versus Australia. It takes out the humans, but then it's like what the fuck is that? <laughs> you just, you see an alien go, have you seen the size of these spiders? Get to fuck. <laughs> just, what is this kangaroo? It's just like, everything in Australia is designed to kill you. So It's just like, like a reality show where they stick to aliens and they'll be like, deal with it. <laughs> Sees you later. Uh, my second rule, mm-hmm. pack light. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Yep. Forget about your grandparents and pets. That's what I mean. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm not Which proud pack Which- right. <laughs> forget about your grandparents and pets and I'm not proud about this James maybe children <laughs> <laughs> would my cat go out its way to save me James? no no so why should I do the opposite? <laughs> weirdly that's the opposite to disaster movie whereas if your grandparents live on the volcano it doesn't matter because you still get to them because number one was you can outrun lava so don't worry about it yeah <laughs> whereas in this one only just- no. they're only going to slow you down um, also if I took along a pet with me worst case scenario I might have to eat that pet i'd hate to do that which brings me to the children and the grandparents <laughs> medicines james yeah. you don't want to be in that survival movie where all of a sudden you've got to go to the pharmacist yeah, that's because true. one of them's got an asthma problem james all right and you've got to pick up the meds do you want i could deal with asthma i think i could if, it's supposed to probably look all these people like you know counting on me i could deal with that but when fucking someone's going oh god i say reflux go fuck yourself <laughs> i need some renny go piss off this aliens you what? More often than not, in disaster movies and in alien inv- invasion movies, civilization the first science that's gone to shit is in the pharmacy. That's where the people with the guns are, robbing the medicines. And I'm just telling you right now, James, you'll have to pay with your ass for some AFI fever tablets. <laughs> <laughs> and they cost, they're fucking expensive now. Let alone in fucking modern times, you know, in the future. So yeah, get a head start and then pack light. Forget ah. everyone you ever loved. <laughs> um. These, these are the same two. They, I've actually got 11. I just realised that these two are technically one. Don't be a peace lover slash hippie slash uh, pacifist. I'm talking about end up bending and Mars attacks and I'm talking about the idiots on top of the building in Independence Day. Just gawking. Mm. Just having a stoke. And then this one's related to this one, so this is still the same one. Grab a gun, son. And in brackets. Weapon. Uh Roddy Piper in their lift. No one takes him seriously until he's got a shotgun. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Mel Gibson in Science when he knives when he knives an alien's f- their toes off. Uh Adam Bolden Independence Day. The president is getting mind-blown, but who's the real hero? The guy who steps up and shoots the glass. Um and then Finally, um, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt in Edge of Tomorrow with their snazzy death suits. They're fucking awesome, they are. So you don't be looking at it. And I'm just going to put a, another caveat to grab a gun son. In one of my favourite scenes, which, which can only exist in America... It can this is I'm sorry Americans you're going to get another one but there's a scene in Independence Day like, I swear to God where there's a newscaster and he says uh, the mayor of New York is asking people not to fire their weapons at the alien spacecraft in, in case you cause an incident I just think that's the only fucking country in the world where you'd have to put that on the news it's just like America comes out of 7-Eleven just goes do you know what bang now <laughs> like in print it's just like don't offer it tea. But in America, it's like, don't, don't shoot the aliens. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> you mind starting intergalactic war, you fucking idiot? And the UK it's like, don't look directly at it. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> I just, every, when I was watching this week and I'd seen, on, I was in tears that they have to. The great thing, so I believe I've got to do another one, purely because I had 11 and I apologise. If your best friend has a lot going on in their life and is kind of a drama queen and then aliens show up, time for you to ghost them, fuck them off and leave their asses behind because if you don't, Wow, you're going to die. I'm talking about Henry Connick Jr. in Independence Day, I'm talking Frank in They Live, and talking Michael J. Fox in Mars Attacks and Donald Faison in Skyline. Do not be the best friend. That's a good point. Yeah, be good be point. your own hero. Be your own hero. Have a lot going on in your life. <laughs> I thought for my third rule, wait it out. Oh. Chances are, James, you're not the smartest person on the planet. <laughs> chances are, James, you're not Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, or Will Smith. So what I reckon you should do is, it's highly unlikely you're gonna be the one who cracks the code. So leave it to someone else. Find your quiet little place to bunker down and stay the fuck down. Mate, that's that's <clears throat> very good advice. I think that's what everyone would do. When you go camping, James, you don't rush to get the tent out. Someone will do it. <laughs> <laughs> someone will do it. Because you're not all gonna sleep with no tent, are you? Hang back. Ah, Wait it out. You've just summed up my life. <laughs> When you've got to get rid of a sofa, James, just do sleep. what half the people on my street do. Just go put it outside. Someone will take it. It's not your problem to get it to the skip, James. I <laughs> love the fact that you've used that as an example to swap, Wait <laughs> <Played> it out. <laughs> which is just you having a moan at your neighbor. <laughs> Use this time, is what I'm saying, to focus on a hobby. Learn a new skill, if you will. You know, who knows? The new world might need things like Lego builders. Yo-yo mate. champions mate. or a juggler. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough jugglers in the post-apocalyptic world. how <laughs> well, alien overlords like, bring him to me. They're like, wait, wait. I could juggle. Keep him around We might need him. <laughs> juggle? <laughs> Look how he juggles them balls. Look at him. As if they defy gravity and stuff. <laughs> he has two hands and three balls. the <laughs> like... <laughs> just like... <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy with yo is like, kill him. He's like, no, no, watch this. Round the world. It's like, <laughs> Fuck <"Fong>, me! <mate." laughs> It's, it's almost as if he moves independent from his body <laughs> yeah, the alien's like sir we, we have free arms we can juggle it's fine it's just it's a- shut up Dave <laughs> All right. I don't forgive you for the risk because that's oh fucking what the ventriloquist comes out and he's just like I've no, never seen him, him before get him it. straight away the mime It's my skill I'm a mime. mime fuck him get him how have you lasted this long oh How about this, mate? How about you don't be a politician unless you are a young one that everyone doubts because of your age and experience and definitely don't be a general unless you happen to be with the politician that everyone doubts because of their age and experience and you kind of like him despite no other generals do. Jack Nicholson, the Mars attacks, he Mm. dies. So does his general, Rod Steiger. But What about if we flip that? And he is young, a bit inexperienced and maybe the film starts off with the politician slagging him off. Maybe Bill Pullman survives and his general, Robert Luggier, survives. There you go. Maybe he doesn't hope to be the best. That's sound advice. Yeah, but ultimately, don't worry about it. Turns out aliens are pretty fucking stupid and don't do their homework. Who would have thought that on a planet mostly consisting of water, aliens couldn't handle it? What about Independence Day? They just accept this spaceship that they haven't seen in 60 years. Also, they didn't install McCaffrey antivirus. <laughs> <laughs> and they never question it. They go, do you want to put it here where it's closest to the alien? Yeah, dock it in Bay 1. <laughs> dock it in Bay 1 whoa I haven't seen you in fucking ages where have you been son and war of the Worlds obviously with bacteria homework aliens don't do their homework don't worry about it it's like the whole like it's like them coming down and be like there's no oxygen is there there no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, nah, nah fine. good because that burns our skin off yeah it's fine just shy of surprise <laughs> loads of fucking oxygen <laughs> The, favorite, like, the best thing would be if they were allergic to humans it's like they came out like fuck <laughs> just run oh man I'm, oh. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for rule four to survive the alien invasion me myself and I Ooh. meet your new best friend James Aww. you Ooh. <laughs> can't hypothetically stand, can't stand that prick <laughs> I, I know it was a disaster movie but hypothetically you're Gerald Butler in Greenland you risk tooth and nail to get to the bunker, and you get in there, you roll under the door, just (laughs) as that bunker seals shut, Yeah. and the first person you meet is Gilbert Godfrey. Fuck, mate, kill myself. I would rather take my chances (laughs) with the asteroids, right? And that's what I'm saying. You don't know. You you get these beacons, they're like, come here, safe haven, aliens haven't attacked us yet. You don't know if they're cannibals. We talked about that last week. You don't know if it's Gilbert Godfrey. (laughs) What would be worse? Exactly. (laughs) Me (laughs) and Eton... Oh, for <laughs> no, But what I'm saying is, it's, the grass ain't always greener. James, go back to number two. Weigh it out. Bit of long time. Hmm. Look inwards, not outwards. That would be a great independent movie where an alien invasion happens and some guy just goes, fuck it, I'm going to the forest to find my snake. And and in the background, you see it all happening, but he's just like, I'll do you fry an egg. So, <laughs> so there's a really, yeah, like low budget independence movie about a guy learning to live it, sticking it out in the woods in a cabin. And then, yeah, you're right. At the end, he's like, fuck, I've got to go. I've been bitten by a snake. I've got to go into town and go get some medicine. And you're like, oh shit, this is like an apocalyptic movie. Ooh. Mm. Gary Busey's there in the pharmacy Mate. with a shotgun. <laughs> Finn film, film itself It <laughs> just, just fucking loads his shotgun and Finn he just fades the black so I've got two left I'm going to give you one now because I think this is the best one mate I think I do you know what if you were writing the definitive list which we are listeners I've got this one one because this is maybe number one so maybe I should save it because it's a good one however I'm not because I've got a good, good number one so number two if you really want to survive this alien apocalypse you better be estranged from your wife or a widower because Fuck you, you nuclear family. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you need to be divorced. You need to be Jeff Goldblum from Independence Day. President Thomas J. Whitmore, she dies. When you, Tom Cruise, Warrior of the Worlds. Mel Gibson, signs. If you've got a loved one, you're dead. That's true. So be estranged from your wife. I always find as well, there's no more romantic setting than an Alien Invasion because you know, Will Smith and his stripper girlfriend, they get it on. Also, why don't they drive... The fucking truck to I didn't them. get an Independence Day. Like, well, you just saved the earth. They drove so far away. Yeah. You just, you saved the earth. You crash landed back, you know, in the desert. And then they park a mile away and you've got to walk it. Yeah. Fuck off. It's because it's like, I like to think that they got there and I, and I was like, no, turn around, it be cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to do this. She's like, no, this will do. I'll run the rest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, be strained. Um, I did I did have one, but I've changed it at the last minute, so Ooh. technically I do have two. Oh, that's to, good. To finish on. Um, there's something about the the mandra. And what I mean by that, James, is even though we live in the most technically advanced time for the human civilization, mm. the thing that's gonna kill the alien species is either gonna be water, oxygen, or something unbelievably fucking stupid like the common cold. Mm. But logical or it's going to be something that died off a long time ago we forgot about and we've overlooked and we think technology is so grand when actually we had the answer all along. Oh, that would actually Brings be me cool. to the drawer, the place where there are those cables, those, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a the remote control to the item you don't longer own anymore. In there, I reckon, is the key to civilization. What I'm saying, James, is don't overlook anything. That was originally going to be my number one spot, but I'm no, actually so going I... to change it. Oh, I've got one as well. So I've got my last one and you can finish off. Okay. So, my was, you've got your big number one. Save my best to last. You want to survive the alien invasion film. You sure as shit better be an underachiever. You, yeah. you better not excel at anything. You better have an average life and make sure you've never reached your full potential. Adam Sandler fixes TVs, but somehow can fight aliens when his best friend, the president, calls him up in the film Pixels to fight aliens, and he knows better than the army. <laughs> Will Smith can't get into NASA but fuck that, he can fly a ship to a mothership with no training whatsoever All it takes is a bit of paper, mate. As long as it's the right as way around. As long as it's the right way around. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum works as a satellite engineer, but he's the only person on earth that can see an obvious message hidden in a not very hidden way. <laughs> Tom Cruise, an average Joe mechanic, but fuck that, he's the only one who can fix a car in the, after an EMP goes off. He hasn't fixed it, the mechanic has. Yeah, he he told the mechanic what it. to do. Yeah. And then, last but not least, Joaquin Phoenix can't make it in the majors. We can hold off a horde of aliens. <laughs> so, if well, you've never reached your your true potential, it doesn't matter, mate. You could still survive. There is that thing about Tom Cruise being a maverick in most things after Top Gun, and Top Gun. As much as I don't like the movie, I, I've just always had issues with that film. Dum, um, dum, dum, I hate the soundtrack. I know yeah. you do. But then he kind of paved the way that your leading guy, your you know, the anti-hero has to be a maverick or whatever they do. And I was thinking about War of the Worlds, and it's like it is against Tom Cruise like, you know, kind of usual performances. And then I was like, but he is using that crane rather like a maverick (laughs) at the beginning (laughs) of that film. Um, It went harder. Bullshit. I like that. Mm. I'm going to put in there as my last one just very quickly because I think it's metal as fuck. We're the head of your enemy. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is if you come across a dead body of an alien, take the head, put it on, they'll leave you alone. (laughs) (laughs) Or don't even put it on. Just put it on a stick. No, I think or, he's I think he's fucked off. On if the you front wear it. of your car. <laughs> 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 you wear it and you take off the rest of your clothes. Because <laughs> they'd be like, right, fuck that. <laughs> That's the guy. <laughs> That's the guy. <laughs> right. did Where you, the head of you, Did enemy? you fucking hear about Ralph? What? Oh, human like killed him. Cut his head off for some reason. Like, he's <laughs> banging him. Cut his head off. And now he's outside fucking New York, just giving him digging. <laughs> and it. then you see his fucking Gary Fuse. He's <laughs> just fucking dancing. No, my look, though. The aliens would be that, that fucking weird. I won't know what the head is. And then like, you see? <laughs> you know said- what? around. Someone's wearing his foot on his head. <laughs> what a pervert. This guy's It's like... Oh, Ugh. aliens. Aliens, fucking. Do you want? Good luck to him. Because mm. this this planet's fucked. I don't <laughs> think it's a hard sell, though, is it? I mean, let's be honest. If you've travelled light years, and you, you you know, your technology is that advanced that you can travel galaxies to start a war, to bring it, mate, to bring it on away soil, you're probably going to win. That's confidence that we don't have. You see, I've I've been thinking, how do we even end this show? We, we start talking about alien invasions, you know, they come in here, they blow stuff up. I reckon we sell it to them. Aliens, come to Earth. Reverse psychology. Reverse, on, no, no, no. <laughs> don't come to blows up. See the sights. You've got Skegness Beach. Mm. Stones, hypodermic needles. You want eight? You want an overpriced ice cream? Come to Skegness. That's it. Do you want to see infighting? Well, there's a lot of races on the planet. Apparently we're all at war and we hate each other. You know, we've already got infighting. Don't add to it. Econom- economy. Fox right off, mate. To save lives, all we have to do was stay at home. We couldn't be asked. Aliens, just, just come for the bants, mate. Come for the bants. <laughs> And stay for the fun. Earth, <laughs> the final frontier. Yeah, there you go. I d- Sold it. I do. I do think an alien would land, and then I would love to put him in a room <laughs> with a flat earther. Anyway. I've fucking seen, I've it, seen Gary. it. I've just come. <laughs> I've, I know it's a sphere. Fake news. NASA's fake. Yeah, fake alien. <laughs> All right. Truth be told, mate, aliens are probably already here. I said I said this to my uncle once. I was like, I was talking about aliens or some shit. Talking about the X-Files or something. And he said, and it was no joke, he just went, I don't know, they're not already here or already here. And I thought, that was a little bit too something (laughs) alien. Yeah. 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 And then he started fucking he just closed his gills and he left. (laughs) <laughs> he's, he's just fucking covered up his mouth and his ass. He's just like, right, i could go do things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think aliens are probably already here. That 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 to me is the more scary one. Not the tentacles, not the like bulbous heads or the, you know, the the 50s sapphire looking alien, the mm-hmm. green man or the, or actually never really green, are they? They're kind of like grey, pale, tall, long fingers, yeah, there's, there's probing like, cows, you know, that kind of thing. There's no sun in the Septuagint Nebula, which is where they live. The scary one and the one that probably is most realistic is the idea of a parasite something yeah. that affects a human and then you turn and you're no longer because that I think is always in a film. It's a cheap trick, obviously, because it's not about CGI, but mm. it's that idea that the person you're talking to isn't human. And, faculty. and the faculty. Yeah. And the, and the paranoia that creates. And that's why I also think probably another rule should be, here's a bonus one, have a secret handshake. Mm. Set it, a password. If you've got a door, have a certain like little entrance knock. I reckon, um, I reckon we should have one for the podcast. Listen out there. So, all the humans unite. Banana hammock. That's the password. Banana hammock's the password. Mm. That, or just get your gills out. <laughs> Wait, everyone has gills, right? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> i myself and fucking the guy from War World. I grew to be, they're actually gills. <laughs> just, sorry, i just have to go War for no reason. You won't do that film, will you? War World? Yeah. yeah. Nah, I hate it. <laughs> I've never liked War World. I don't even like it when I watch it at the cinema. Uh, aliens. Do you know though? If aliens are among us, must be fucking bored on their own planet. I don't know. Now's, now's maybe a good time to be here. <laughs> if we stay home, not not going to the cinema, not going to football, the, the staying at home. But to be fair, they weren't doing that anyway. So, mm. yeah. How about when we invade? Uh, yeah. Are we going to though? Do you think we would? Do you, do you think there's too many wars here on Earth? Isn't there? Yeah, to go I'm just, somewhere else, off planet. In, just thinking in the future. Maybe it's us. Maybe we'll do the invading. Maybe there'll be like a peaceful village on Mars, and we're just right now. But we are aliens to, I suppose, we're animals. All, to be honest, we're all aliens to ourselves. Yeah. We're not in touch with ourselves. I'm getting too meta. <laughs> That's not true. I, I touched myself <laughs> earlier, James. There it is, found a level. Uh, no, I tripped over the bar on the way in. What are, you <laughs> what are we doing next week? I don't know. There was talk of Men in Black trilogy. We were just on aliens. I'm fatigued on aliens. I'm now. fatigued on aliens. And we haven't even really done it. Just <laughs> no, like really. talked horseshit for an hour and twenty. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe I used to I used to start, I used to start these podcasts. I used to go like. Unscripted, you know. And I thought they know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a waste of words, you know. Like, I'm not like no, fucking know. No, one, no, one, no one. No one's gonna go. Fucking hell! I thought I thought that was all scripted. Like, <laughs> top notch. I, I thought that rambling, getting things wrong was fucking all in a script. <laughs> such great character work. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. She'll just sit here for seven minutes. And just. <laughs> 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 what do you have for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Stir <Stop. laughs> is it good it's very good <laughs> <laughs> work tomorrow yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I'm working during the England game oh you're joking it's, well I, I couldn't give a toss oh, actually, so it's fine actually this this show will be out after the England game so so, so, um, so uh, well done you. well done to me. <laughs> <laughs> This show will also be out after the big release this week, which is Tomorrow War, which is an alien invasion movie, which involves time travel. So, Should we we do a review? How did you you find that movie that comes out in four days? Um, I thought that whilst it was good, I felt the characters were unbelievable and the motivations didn't really make sense. Mm. The graphics were okay, but I was really displeased with like the last 20 minutes. I thought it fell off a cliff. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was a gamble casting uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, you know especially with another sci-fi kind of romp that he's in i think that's um, true but i think, think he performed went, really well do you think they went for the name most definitely yeah off the back of the hard work that he's done with the marvel franchises but i do think i do think what chris pratt brought to the movie was his his trademark charm in comedy but also added a new element of drama and i really think he upped the ante towards the end of the movie as do i agree with that i do think though that the best casting was probably uh mark strong Yes. I was I going to put Mark Strong in a joke earlier and I just I didn't have the art to do it. Um using Independence Day. I think uh, I, I think we should maybe get in the habit of uh, reviewing films before they even out. <laughs> I think there's a podcast that does that. was yeah, There's a podcast. I always, I always wanted to remember what the name of it was. Basically, they watched two thirds of the movie and then they stopped. And oh, then, no, I remember And, then, and then they like t- guessed the ending. Yeah. And then never actually went to go find out if they were right or not. And I thought... You know, certain movies, that's such a better thing to yes. do than finish the movie. Yeah. Um, all right, that's one hour 25. Oh, so I should we call it that? Yeah, let's call it. Right, and if I don't see you later, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Thank you. No, 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 no.